Hello, this is Catherine Boyle from the Key Ministry Team. This podcast is being recorded in mid-July 2023, right in the middle of the season of summer vacations, camps, and summer fun. But I'll be talking about a very serious topic that is part of the cultural conversation right now, and that is human trafficking. Stay tuned to hear three ways that churches can be equipped to support individuals who have been impacted by human trafficking. Just two weeks ago, America celebrated another 4th of July, 247 years since the signing of the Declaration of Independence. If you're like me, you probably spent some time relaxing, only nominally thinking about the courageous men and women who took a stand against unjust governance and bravely set about to create something better. Maybe you went to see some fireworks or even took in a movie. Blockbuster movies in summertime are as American as baseball, fireworks, and apple pie. Though not a cheerful topic, one movie stood out from the rest of the summer blockbusters. The Sound of Freedom tells the story of brave men and women in our time who are taking a stand against an injustice that is nearly as old as humanity itself, human trafficking. Full disclosure, I haven't seen The Sound of Freedom yet, and thus I'm not endorsing it. I followed the story of the movie for several years and know some people who have seen it. Even without an endorsement, the movie brings to the front of cultural awareness the very real crime of human trafficking and many of its ugly forms. In simple terms, human trafficking is a form of violence against people who are poor or vulnerable. Human trafficking typically means forced labor and sex trafficking but can also include forced medical experimentation and organ harvesting. Even though the movie focused on human trafficking outside the United States, it is sadly a crime that happens throughout the world. If you spend any time in scripture, you'll quickly see what a dim view Christ takes of people who abuse and misuse people who are poor and vulnerable. Whether we're talking about the shady prostitution networks run by Jeffrey Epstein and his ilk, forced organ harvesting of Muslim Uyghurs and Falun Gong prisoners in China, or much of the pornography that is produced, readily available and viewed even by people who claim the name of Christ. Human trafficking is a violation of the high value Christ places on every life. In case you think human trafficking doesn't happen in your community, you're most likely wrong. Interstate corridors in major cities across the U.S. have long been known as some of the main arteries for this crime. Billboards on Interstate I-95 near my home address human trafficking prevention. In recent months, I have personally seen placards about human trafficking prevention and resources for escape posted in public restrooms along interstate highways and in hospital emergency rooms. Sadly, major sporting events like the Super Bowl not only attract fans, but significant human trafficking activity. Human trafficking is a monstrous crime hidden in plain sight. And in the era of the internet, it's never been easier for this form of abuse to proliferate. It's been more than five years since we've shared a blog post or discussion about human trafficking. But the sad reality is that people who come out of human trafficking commonly struggle with wounds to the body, mind, and soul. Traumatic experiences leave scars, and they complicate physical, emotional, and spiritual healing. 
Here are three ways churches can be equipped to support individuals who have experienced human trafficking. One, educate your ministry team about this issue. In any major city, and many smaller cities too, free resources are available from local mental health boards or nonprofit organizations to educate individuals and organizations who may encounter individuals being trafficked. Another good place to start looking for resources near you is the National Human Trafficking Hotline. This organization provides basic information on trafficking, as well as resources for people coming out of trafficking by zip code across the U.S. Two, equip your ministry team on how to recognize and prevent trafficking, as well as how to help individuals escaping trafficking. It is important for ministry leaders to have a general familiarity with any form of abuse, including human trafficking. Local law enforcement may be willing to partner with your church to provide training to your staff. Please note, the most dangerous time for victims of human trafficking is when they are attempting escape. In an attempted escape situation, extreme caution is advised for all parties. Law enforcement should advise on any efforts to assist with the human trafficking escape. Three, provide spiritual and material support for people coming out of trafficking. Particularly in areas known to be human trafficking hotspots, pastors or ministry leaders should expect that some of their contacts from persons with mental health needs may have been impacted by human trafficking. If trafficking is suspected, Specific resources and care are warranted. Many organizations work directly with trafficking victims to rebuild their lives, provide housing, employment, and other forms of support. Local law enforcement and local hospitals may be the best sources of information on how to connect with such organizations, as many do not advertise their services for reasons of safety of all involved. Building relationships with some of these local organizations directing some benevolent and other material forms of support to their work and demonstrating a willingness to come alongside the survivors for spiritual and other needs will enable victims to start reclaiming their lives. As part of my research for this blog and podcast, I found a website with a questionnaire to calculate how many slaves I employ with my lifestyle. My family is pretty thrifty and we live fairly simply, so I didn't expect a big number. My result? 57. It was horrifying. If you're feeling less than motivated to help with a problem that seems like something that happens to other people, perhaps this questionnaire is a good place for you and your church or small group to start. A line from the Sound of Freedom movie says, God's children are not for sale. May the church of this generation be the one that finally rises up, says no more, to the personal sin that perpetuates human trafficking and begin the hard work of healing for those who have been caught in its grasp. Human trafficking is an affront to Almighty God. Ending this practice in all its ugly forms can begin with Christ followers renewing our commitment to the dignity and value of every life. If you and your church are looking for more resources on how to support individuals who have mental health challenges, reach out to me and Key Ministry via our website, keyministry.org. If you like the content we provide on this podcast, hit the subscribe button now. 
For the Key Ministry team, I'm Katherine Boyle. Thanks so much for joining me today.